Hi there, folks, and welcome to Packaged, the podcast all about subscription services and the brains behind them. Today, we're going to be sitting down and talking with Anna about their subscription service. We hope that you enjoy this dive into the origin, vision, and mission of yet another unique and noteworthy business. Let's open a box. Awesome. So here we are today on Packaged. We have Anna with us from Astral Collective. How are you doing today, Anna? Wonderful. It's early morning here in New Zealand, so I've sort of just woken up and this is the first thing I'm going to be doing today, which is fun. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, New Zealand, total opposite end of the world from recording here in Dallas, Texas. So, (laughs) God, absolutely. Uh, That's awesome. So, uh, Anna, before we get to really know more about Astral Collective, we would like to know more about you first because businesses are people too, you know, people behind them. So go ahead and just tell us a little bit about you, some things that you think are important for us to know about you in order to understand more about who you are. Yeah. um, Well, first of all, I really agree with you. I mean, your business only really does as well as your own mindset. Um, so knowing who you are in the world kind of really helps you with a lot of success in life. Um, so like we already said before, um, I'm from New Zealand, which is a completely different place when you're this isolated, although just quickly mentioned, we still are a first world country. Um, so it's not all (laughs) bush down here, um. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so probably quite an important distinction to make because um, a lot of people may not even really know much about New Zealand. Um, but I grew up in a fairly small place. Um, it's called Napier. Um, and it's probably not the smallest town in, in New Zealand. It's definitely a lot smaller. But when you put in the point that it's quite far away from the rest of the world, is that sort of gets doubled when, you, when you're not living in one of the hmm. – big urban cities in New Zealand um, and especially I guess growing up in the 90s as like just when the internet started really coming mainstream into schools and homes and all that sort of thing like that um, so now that I have an e-commerce business it's something that didn't even exist um, as thought in my teachers heads at that time mm-hmm. um, it was really hard for them to even probably comprehend that mm-hmm. sort of thing because um, they were, you know, entirely raised in a world without it. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit strange. Now I live in New Zealand's biggest city, which is uh, nice because there's a lot more um, going on in the tech scene and things like that. So that's definitely helpful. Um, but when it comes to learning about business, we really do, to be honest, look overseas a lot, um, at inspiration and Hitting benchmarks because when there's more competition yeah. in the environment, yeah. So I one one thing about myself is that I always do look outside of New Zealand and really try and and hit those levels of excellence. Although there's a lot of cool stuff happening here as well, hmm. um, we often get used as a test market for a lot of big companies. So being able to be a part of those sort of things is really fun. So yeah, I think when you also when you're Something that shapes you a lot uh, when you do live in the middle of nowhere and an international scale is that you're forced to think outside the square. So logistics for us is something we have to be creative about. Mm -hmm. Um, Meeting 
U.S. customers' expectations um, <laughs> is a bit different when you live here and you send things from here. Um, so that's always a big challenge. But um, yeah, when you when you grow up in a place that doesn't always have access to things immediately, you do have a lot more creativity, um, which is is really cool. And I think we actually have a saying for it down here, which is called Kiwi ingenuity. Um, where you kind of just fix it yourself and and um, kind of make the best out of what you have with you at that moment. Um, so I think one of the most iconic things is um, we wear, I don't know what you call them over there, but we call them jandals. I, I don't know the other words for them is like thongs, you know, the shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah people I, call them sandals or flip-flops. Yeah. Okay, flip-flops, that's yeah. So there's lots of different words, and only in New Zealand apparently we call them jandals. But so... <laughs> If your jandal pops out of its, you know, the rubber sole, mm-hmm. um, we we often like use a paper clip or like a <laughs> or you know the things that hold the bread together at the top. Yeah, yeah. A running joke. Yeah, <laughs> you know your jandals are never done. You um you can easily fix them. So you'll see people and you might see the bottom of their shoes and they'll have like a little. Um, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> and it's just an example of. You know, thinking outside the square and making the best of a situation. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. So, with the idea of like looking beyond, you know, thinking outside the box or square, and how that applies to you with your business, let's go ahead and start talking a little bit about the box itself. Um, so, how did you get the original idea to jump into the e-commerce business? How did that sort of come around as something that developed into a reality for you? Yeah. I mean, I was always this crazy person that couldn't settle in. I mean, I was really good at my jobs, but I couldn't really settle. And I'd get really, really frustrated um, at inefficiencies and not being able to really express them um, to manager positions or have anything really change. So that was quite frustrating for my personality type um, back then. And that was talking maybe I only left my full-time job December, 2016, so it's actually only about a year, just over a year, that I left a full-time job, Um, and that was working in corporate banking, so it's a big difference, Um, but the the main reason is, is that I think everyone has different skills in life, and when you start understanding your personality type and what you can and cannot do for others is that I find it really difficult offering someone myself in, in an employment relation mm-hmm. and that's unfair for me and for them. I'm looking for a great employee. So I was like, maybe I need to give it a go and do my own thing. Um, and luckily enough, my partner in, in love and business, he was kind of thinking along the same same sort of lines. Um, so he was a pharmacist at the time, and we sort of just combined our own skill sets and did some reading, you know, got all inspired by all the probably same entrepreneurs that you get inspired by, you know, because, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we want everything. But, um, <laughs> yeah, and, and we just started, and we had no idea what we were doing. And that was part of the adventure and I think one of our biggest strengths was is is just always been my I know nothing. Let's go learn. Yeah, um, it's always good to be very teachable. That's always pretty helpful. <laughs> no, you have to be, don't you? Yeah. So, how did you actually 
So that's sort of a little bit of background on what you were doing before the box started. How did you actually get your business off the ground in the first place when it comes to almost like a logistical sense? Or what, was, what did that process sort of look like for you? Yeah. So if anyone tells you it's easy, it's not, um, especially if you don't know what you're doing. But the actual subscription box itself was a little bit easier because we'd already started dabbling in e-commerce before then. Hmm. So we'd already started learning things like how to reach customers. Um, you know, uh, we had a website set up. We'd already faced challenges logistically about sending parcels to other countries because we were selling one-off items. And a lot of that was beauty and skincare because we drew on our um, sort of a past in pharmacy with my partner and things like that and so we were already a little way along the journey um, in terms of figuring stuff out but it wasn't working out very well so we were doing fine but we weren't where we wanted to be at that stage in our journey and so we were kind of looking around at what we could do and I was really thirsty to always start new ideas I was addicted to them but you have to have capital to start up new ideas. Um, so I was creative in the extreme, and my partner was always saying to me, you know, no, <laughs> um, <laughs> you can't do that because we can't keep investing in new ideas. We have to be disciplined and do do what we're good at and, sure. and, and settle and, and work hard. Um, so the, the Astral Box really came out of my ability to constantly come up with products and ideas and his ability to figure out processes and and come up with um, how it's actually executed and, and discipline. And we tested it. Um, so by that stage, we knew what we wanted and we wanted existing customers before it began. So sure. from day one, from launch, we would have customers ready. Um, so we really just employed some of the skills we've learned so far and we built up an audience and sort of tested what was going on in that particular niche. And we chose a bit more beauty and spirituality for women, um, mainly because it was what we were sort of doing already. Um, and so we already had some customers and that was one of our main focuses is not go crazy into a new market. It's really focused on what we're doing, yeah, which I think is really important. A lot of people start things. And they haven't tested anything hmm. and hmm. they don't have any customers. And then they create this product and then they're sitting there going, why is no one buying it? Um, <laughs> so that was one thing I can clearly say we got right. And it was really, really wonderful because at the time of launch, we'd sort of been testing it for a few months. It was really, really scary um, putting down some money for the initial products because obviously sure. we've sold it before. Um, but then on launch day, we sort of hit go. I had some warm-up emails and all of a sudden on our online store, we were sitting there and it was just sale after sale after sale after sale mm. after sale after sale, after sale wow. of, of people buying our subscription. And I've got to say that was probably one of the most, you know, thrilling feelings hmm. that I, I've had. And when it comes from, you know, your own work and your own idea, yeah. it's been more exciting to see that sort of happening and you're going, oh, my God, oh, my God, people are actually into this. And even though you did all the work and the testing beforehand, you still kind of can't believe it. Um, so that's sort of how the um, Astro Box came about and its sort of journey to the actual initiation or launch stage. Yeah. 
that's cool. You know, I, I love what you said about the idea. You know, you put a lot of work into something and you know, even if you know that or have a good feeling that it's going to do well, the fact that it does still can sometimes surprise us. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, know that feeling. It's that's, you know, it's, it's not weird. It's just sort of how it works sometimes. Um, yeah. So when if I were to if, if you were to just sort of explain to me, explain to our audience <laughs> what they could expect if they were to just get a box from Astral Collectives from the subscription service what would that look like if they were to get a box in the mail? Like what kind of content would be in there or, you know, what would they be actually getting? Yeah, absolutely. We'll start with the message behind Astral Box, which is our main goal. It isn't just to get things on discount. So it's not a box where you get a whole lot of stuff, including samples, really cheap. Now, it is really cheap what you get, but (laughs) that's not the point. Um, The whole point is that we want to create access to spiritual items, beauty, skincare, with a focus on natural and cruelty-free, and items that really are for taking care of yourself that aren't restricted just to beauty, but taking those moments during everyday life um, that sort of just create a little bit of magic. Um, Our main focus was that and bringing that into women's lives and with a subscription you can do that on a monthly basis, and it's just an ongoing relationship, which is really wonderful because normally you do one purchase and that's it. Mm-hmm. But with our customers, we get to see them every month. Yeah. Um, what you'd get in the box is four to five like, full-size items. Um, the retail value is always over 120 New Zealand dollars. Um, obviously, the exchange rates fluctuate. But I think that's normally around 90 to 100 US dollars. Um, but don't quote me on that. Um, I don't sit and watch the stock exchange that often. (laughs) (laughs) So everything is in New Zealand dollars, um, but it's not hard to work out because our, um, what's it called, our website will show you it in your local currency. So Mm -hmm. it's pretty easy to go across and and check it out. Um, We sell our subscription, the rolling rolling monthly one, for 57 New Zealand dollars. Uh, Again, I think that might be around 40 eight us dollars um so it seems discounted um overseas because uh, normally the exchange rate is in other countries favor which is kind of exciting for them <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that we're really uh, excited to offer was we do free international shipping so no matter oh, where you wow. are in the world, yeah exactly um no matter where you are in the world um we don't charge you for that um mainly because we didn't want to restrict anyone yeah. We want it to be, you know, open to everyone and not have that sort of, uh, I, you know, I want to do it, um, but the shipping is like $20, yeah. you know, because it, it's from from the middle of nowhere. Um, <laughs> and that was something I think we really wanted to offer our customers because living here, if we want anything, um, we pay so much shipping um, if we want to get from another country. Obviously, we can get most things here anyway, but um, at, or from Australia, which is pretty close. But um, at the end of the day, if I want a subscription box and all the great ones are in America, I pay $20 US for shipping um, each month, yeah. and that hurts. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we wanted to make it really accessible. Um, but the actual things inside the boxes is a mixture of, things we create ourselves and partnerships with other companies. And um, we try to use 
partnerships. We have actually turned away people that don't fit. Hmm. So quite, you know, quite specific about what we want. It has to be high quality yeah. and it has to really fit the theme each month as well. Um, so it's not a jumble of things. It's, it, everything's very much full of purpose. <laughs> so would, would you tell us a little bit more? I mean, don't, don't give her any, any trade sequence, trade <laughs> secrets of any kind. Uh, but how do you go about acquiring some of those, those things? I mean, whether it's the things that you make or the things that you do partner with other businesses for, how do you get those? Yeah. Um, the things that we make ourselves, obviously it's getting to a point at the moment where that's a bit of a, um, question mark on whether it will continue just because of the scale going up. Mm. So you can imagine we're sending hundreds of boxes and we have to create three of our own products for the box. It means that not only do we have to do the subscription box, um, but we have to create, you know, hundreds times three of single product that we put in. So there's a a lot of manufacturing. Um, (laughs) What we normally do is we drew a lot on my partner's um, pharmaceutical knowledge. So obviously he's trained in compounding, which is the sort of more medical term when you create medicines or, you know, mix up for a certain purpose um so that's generally how we came up with the practical or you know the um actual knowledge on how to do things and then the rest of it just comes a lot from what people want um, what people are talking about online natural items and obviously we'll source the raw ingredients and then we'll create it package it and package it beautifully because that's mm-hmm. part of the experience um and i mean a lot of those ingredients come from within new zealand as well so we've got some great stuff and i a lot of our overseas customers really find that exciting as well um, when they're seeing like natural items that are from native plants here that they can, can't get anywhere else. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really fun, you know, for them to, to learn about it. Um, but other than that, when we, when we partner with people, um, our mo- main focus is, is that they get something out of it too. Um, I don't want them being in the box and sort of being like, oh, that wasn't worth it, oh, or, yeah. or, oh, no, they haven't represented my brand well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of our biggest focuses with our partners is that they're 100% happy with, number one, how we're presenting their product. Mm-hmm. Um, does it fit in with our monthly theme? Um, are our customers going to be really engaged with it? Are they going to use it? Um, and often I'll just approach people or people will approach me. If I really love someone, I'll be like, I have to have you. Um, and a lot of people though that I don't know will approach us now and that's really nice especially when their products are just like the you know so much creativity and mm, love yeah. to, and being able to feature them when we've got marketing budgets and videos and Facebook ads and, and all that sort of stuff going out each month is really great um, for people who otherwise would have to hire a marketing mm. you know team and, and put thousands of dollars of budget behind that um, they can just jump in on our on you know on our budget and, and our skills and get their product out there in that sort of way. So it's very much we want to be having beneficial relationships with partners, and it's just all online. You know, you can re- yeah. Instagram cool. You can just reach out to people there. It's not as hard as people think it is to to connect with people. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually bring products in from the states all the time. I think our Maybox has. Three people, no, two, one from Canada, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so three overseas products. Um, 
and one local one. And we help with importation. Obviously, a lot of people are only used to shipping within their own country because it's big enough. Um, yeah. We've always had to look outside, and so that comes with other skills. And and so we now do a lot of importing, um, <laughs> which is something I talk our partners through. Yeah, which is kind of a thrill seeing stuff coming from the other side of the world, and yeah. and you're like the puppet master of it. Um, <laughs> especially when you grow up in a small town and you you've never <laughs> something like that. Yeah, it's cool to interact with you know different parts of the world, especially you know, with tools like we have, like the internet and things, it makes yeah. it a lot smaller. Um, so what would you, what would you say that things are currently looking like for the future of your company? Obviously, you know, it's, it's always good to secure what you have and, you know, roll with that and refine it. But what are things that you guys are looking forward to? What are things that you're wanting to either improve or new ideas that you're trying to come up with? What, what does the future look like for Astrobox? Yeah. Um, so by the end of this year, I'll just I'll just let you know some of our big goals. Um, yeah. End of this year, we want to have a thousand subscribers. Mm. Um, so obviously, logistically, you have to move slowishly. You know, um, mm. depending on what your mindset is. Um, mainly because you have to hire people, the more people, the more things you're producing. Um, so our goal by the end of the year is to have that thousand subscribers for Astral Box. Um, that doesn't include one-off purchases. Um, so a lot of people will just buy it once um, at, a, at a higher rate. Um, so yeah, we'll be doing a lot more than that. But that's one of our biggest goals. Um, the other goal is that we start doing learning alongside our Astral Box. So people are getting the physical products, but like I said before, it's, it's more about experience and learning and bringing new ideas and, and self-love and mindset to women everywhere. And so we'll be doing, we've already started doing some e-learning products um, and we'll probably make them subscription models. So it fits alongside the physical products they're getting, but obviously they'll probably be lower tier items. So, you know, we, uh, one at the moment is I think about two New Zealand dollars, which is, you know, barely a dollar US mm -hmm. um, to subscribe to. And it's just making it really accessible. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's one big goal we have is, is creating that around the physical product that gets sent out is, is another form of subscription, but it's all, all we digital. Yeah. Um, the other, I mean, more boring goals is that we um, get our logistics um, at sort of like a really high world level. Um, and I mean, we're doing pretty well at the moment. We just um, got DHL as a really good account with DHL. Um, I, do you guys have them? You have DHL, right? Um, I'm not familiar with DHL off the top of my head. Um, in my opinion, they're probably one of the better um, global uh, mail systems. Like, fantastic. We use them to import from the States, and they'll pick up from anywhere. You know, like, if we tell them that they're in the middle of nowhere, they'll send a van out and go pick up our goods and bring them to New Zealand. Yeah. So they're like, you know, they're everywhere in the world. They're fantastic. But we just got a wonderful um, opportunity with them to be able to do overnight delivery to Australia. Wow. Uh, so we're doing, obviously it takes longer than that because of customs and stuff like that, but it's maybe, you know, a few days and it'll be 
in, in another country delivered to our customer. Um, so just hitting those sorts of things and, and making that really fast, really efficient, really safe for our customers is, is one of our other big goals um, logistically. Yeah, That's awesome. I hear a lot from a lot of different uh, just subscription services that main goals, common trend, the main two things that I hear are things about experience and things about customer satisfaction. And yeah. so that seems to be the common trend, you know, for anybody who might be listening, thinking about starting a business. Those are two things that, that seem to be the, the priority, top focus for meeting people's needs and doing it well. Um, so what would, well, you mentioned a little bit about uh, the idea of, of the process and that when you started this process, it was because you sort of wanted some more freedom from your original job that you had. Uh, but what would you say over the course of this process is something that you may have learned or something that's been difficult or a challenge that you've been able to learn something that somebody listening may be considering starting a business like this or entering into e-commerce would be good for them to know? Yeah, um, I think the biggest thing to know or to learn is that it's okay if it's not right for you. Uh, there's a lot of um, sort of talk going on in this world at the moment, which is like, everyone wants to be the next Facebook mm. and it's really okay to not be and your skill set might be actually supporting someone um, mm. to create a business and that is just as valuable as, as being you know the CEO or the founder um, because really everyone has their own strength and every business cannot succeed without that mixture of strengths. Um, so that's one thing I learned was that, you know, just because you're the creator and the person that comes up with the ideas doesn't make you the most important person in the business mm. because the person that's really, you know, um, loves numbers, you know, um, they would have great difficulty starting a company. Mm-hmm. Um, but they could be the most important person in it because if you don't have someone telling you what your numbers are doing, yeah. you're screwed. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're, yeah. So one thing I really learned was that, you know, putting your mindset in the right path and letting get go of any egotistical ideas because starting a business is really messy and um, you have a lot of sleepless nights mm-hmm. and a lot of it is just mental perseverance and, just believing in your in yourself. It sounds cheesy, but I mean, if if you give up, you're literally your own cheerleader. Like only until like the second year did I have my parents being like, "Oh, we're really proud of you." Mm-hmm. And I used this a little bit earlier, but um, <laughs> I, don't, I really understood what it was all about. But um, yeah. yeah, you yeah, your own cheerleader, and um, knowing what your strengths are and using them to your best ability is going to be your, your biggest win. And I think letting go of that entrepreneur dream for a lot of people is really hard. But I see a lot of people struggling to start and become successful because they're just stuck in that one mindset and mm-hmm. they will be the, the next Mark Zuckerberg. And that honestly might not be where you make the biggest impact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. You know, there's a lot of people – a lot of different kinds of people in the world, a lot of different functions. It's almost like a body, you know, human body has different parts that do different things and yeah. it works out pretty well. When <laughs> if, if every part of the body did the same thing, we'd be in trouble. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's awesome. So uh, I have one last question for you, a little more uh, just r- looking at your interest in your business. What would you say has been your favorite, one of your favorite products that 
Astral Collective has put out. Whether it's a single buy item or something from a subscription box, uh, if, if I could give you the, the hard task of narrowing it down to one, or maybe like a top three, uh, or I, just something that stuck out to you as absolutely uh, super creative, unique, favorite product. I'm, I'm going to give you two because one's from a product partner and one's from one that we created ourselves. Sure. Okay. Um, the one that we created ourselves that's my favorite so far um, has got to be, and this is exclusively for the box. It's not something we sell, you know, from our previous range before the subscription, yeah. sure. that clarification, because um, I think that would be unfair. Um, <laughs> so the, my most favorite thing so far that we made ourselves is what's called a jade roller. And it's, it's a Chinese beauty tool that's made from jade, which really is just, you know, gorgeous, beautiful, high quality. I mean, who wouldn't want to receive something that's made from jade? Yeah. Um, and it's a massage tool for your face. And I've been using it every day. It's been fantastic. And it's so much fun because it feels like you're do doing something so luxurious for yourself. And I'm like, <laughs> you go to a beauty salon ever again because I've got it all here with me. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> I think the other thing, um, hopefully this box is sent before this ever comes out and anyone ever listens to it because I'm about to um, talk about a product that hasn't been released yet. Oh, wow. So this is a product we got from Canada and I'm going to mention them because they were just so fantastic to work with as well. Um, and it was Zendian Candles and they create candles that are literally in the, mo in, in the shape of um, crystals. So I don't know, yeah, I don't know how they do it. It just blows my mind. And each one, I'm pretty sure she sometimes hand dusts some of them with the color. Um, it's just the love and care and the creativity that went into this product. Um, it's just incredible. So they've created, uh, normally they create big chunky ones that look like real big gemstones and rocks and things like that. Wow. Um, for Astral Box, they were kind enough to produce what they call minis because um, obviously we can't fit a giant thing in, in the box. Yeah. And just, I, I just know our subscribers are going to lose it. They're going to love it. Um, they are so cute. And I and we're doing that in the May box, and I just can't wait. Like, I feel really bad saying that I want April to be over because it's a fantastic box too. But I'm <laughs> But this, this, I, there's just so many cool products in the Maybox, and I, I just can't wait for it to um, come to life and to see people opening it. Um, but, yeah, those crystal candles just, yeah, it's just the epitome of working with someone who's creative and also knows how to do business, which is just a wonderful com like combination, yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. Well, thank you for sharing so much. Uh, one thing that I mentioned a little bit earlier and that we mention all the time on the show is that a lot of – this whole thing, especially interviewing people, starting their own businesses, it's so much more than just a business. There's people with stories, people with passions, people with determination, and a lot of lessons and things to learn along the way. Uh, we thank you for giving us some of your time, allowing us to hear a bit of your story, and to sort of share with our, our viewers and listeners a little bit another, a, a bit about more of a, another creative and noteworthy business. And so we thank you for your time. Thank you. All right. You have a good day. Wonderful. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on Packaged, hosted by yours truly, Ryan Hughes, and produced by Eric Lambiassi. It's our mission to help you see the genuine and passionate people behind these businesses. 
and to give a little more meaning behind what some people might just call a monthly payment. Remember, everyone has a story. We just share theirs. Now, go out and share yours. We are subscribed. We are packaged. podcast you just heard was recorded with Anchor. If you want to make your own, download the Android or iOS app completely free from anchor.fm slash podcast. That's anchor.fm slash podcast.